At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. You're a growing business, which means you need every spare hour you can find. That's why the most successful growing businesses are working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens, with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Start a call instantly in huddles and ditch cumbersome calendar invites. Or build an automation with Workflow Builder to take routine tasks off your plate. No coding required. Grow your business in Slack. Visit slack.com to get started. This is the Lombardi Live with Michael Lombardi and Patrick Maher on VSEN. Okay, hour two here on the Lombardi Line presented by BetMGM. Hope you're having a great Friday as week one of college football continues. I'm Patrick Maher live from Los Angeles. There's Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi hanging out at Circa there in Las Vegas. Remember, we're going to be live tomorrow morning right here with the Lombardi Line, and Lombardi is going to be broadcasting from the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi, Mississippi with Jick Jack. So really excited about this weekend as week one continues in college football. And as we welcome you, and Adam Burke, by the way, is going to be joining us. And coming up in about 12 minutes, he'll give you some plays. He's super sharp, does a lot of write-ups for the VEASAN Pro uh, subscription. Uh, TCU Colorado. So mm-hmm. Pritch, of course, is uh, literally a Colorado buff legend there in Boulder. He's got his championship ring on today, so he's flossing a little bit. But here's when Dor- Darrell was hired, that was dubious at the time. Remember, didn't have success at UCLA. I think m- many Buffs fans were kind of – scratching their head about the hire. He enters year three. It was not a good year last year. Offensively, they looked disjointed. They were all over the place. Mistakes kept on piling up. But what's interesting about this matchup in Boulder tonight with Mm. TCU in town, this is steamy. I mean, this number got steamed up from eight and a half off the opener up to 13 and a half. And a matter of fact, I see a couple of 14s on the board with TCU laying it on the road. Remember, a rebuild for TCU as well. Gary Patterson, after all those years, is out. In comes the Air Raid and Sonny Dykes. But let's just start with the number. It mm-hmm. does feel a little disrespectful to be catching 14 at home week one when 
motivation and everything is completely equal across the board. Yeah, we just talked about atmosphere too, Patrick. I mean, you think about West Virginia and uh, Pittsburgh with College Game Day right there. The Corso, I mean, all these people, right? All Herb Street, everybody there. And so they had 70,000 people in the, in the stadium. Uh, yeah. And again, it, that was a rivalry situation. And maybe the kids were aware of the history. Maybe they weren't, but certainly they were educated on it. Uh, I think for CU and the players, the state of the program, uh, this game seems like is everything. I mean, the Buffs are going all out. They're going to honor Cliff Branch, our, our NFL Hall of Fame, the first one to go into the NFL Hall of Fame. Uh, they're going to have the retro jerseys and certainly a helmet decal is going to be retro. Uh, there's a lot of a lot of people, a lot of alumni there uh, for the game tonight too. And it's in Boulder, uh, the first game of the year. In Boulder, they the, the fans will turn out for this one. It's on ESPN. I mean, essentially, this is our recruiting moment to show off the program because we're not going to go to a bowl game, right? Uh, and if you're Carl Dorrell, you're, you're focusing in on that. I, I think you'll get a great effort from the Buffs uh, just from the energy standpoint. Uh, and I've been, in, I've been in this situation. I mean, uh, we certainly had to program in a different place than it is now. Uh, but yet that first game in a year when you want to showcase your program or showcase the fact that you might be viable for whatever – I'll go back to the Pigskin Classic against Tennessee uh, on national TV. That was us able to showcase the fact that we could be a national power and contend for a championship. This is for the Buffs to showcase their program and, and attract recruits because that's what the Buffs need to do right now. So uh, I, I think from an effort standpoint, uh, I'll lean towards the Buffs in this one uh, just because of that dynamic right there. Now, uh, transition on the other side, Gillespie's coming in as a coordinator defensively. Uh, we know what he did at Tulsa, but he's longtime high school coach, right? And uh, now he's uh, coming up a, a few levels here, if you will, uh, trying to transform a defense that wasn't very good last year uh, against the Rush. And then you mentioned our offense with the Buffs. Disjointed, uh, out of sync, uh, a lot of controversy. Yeah. A lot of people did not like the pass coordinator either. And so he's gone. He's a big reason why we lost a lot of uh, wide receivers. They wanted to transfer out of the program. Now you bring in Mike Sanford, who, if the Buffs have any type of structure, they're going to be better offensively than they were years ago uh, or even last year uh, because the prior offensive coordinator didn't have any clue what to do out there with that personnel, certainly. So I, I think we're up against it. I keep saying we and us, but uh, the Buffs are up against it. They are. I'm not going to lie about that. But from an effort standpoint, I think it could be there. Uh, and just the dynamic of the game uh, could help the Buffs uh, and, and from a betting standpoint uh, and certainly the transition with TCU. Uh, you bring in an offensive-minded coach uh, and you're going to run that system. I get it. You're unsettled at quarterback too. So we don't cap fatigue. We don't cap mistakes. Uh, but we saw that play out on a big stage in West Virginia and Pittsburgh last night. First off, you should never apologize for saying we, literally at the network, you're the only dude that can say we when talking about a team. I mean, you are a Boulder legend and, of course, a buff legend. And through all that, what I heard was Mel Tucker screwed us. Right. I kid. <laughs> no, I didn't I kid, get there. but I don't really kid. No, he did. He now, did. I know. I trust me. I know because he was recruiting, too. Mm -hmm. he, was, he, was, he was starting to set up a hell of a program. Right. Uh, and he left for East Lansing in the cash. Now, conversely, TCU and Sonny Dykes, you know what you're getting. You're getting the air raid. Mm -hmm. And carryover from Patterson. There's a lot of explosive talent at every skill position. You mentioned they're going to go with the two-quarterback system there, TCU with Dugan and Morris. Right. So that's a little bit of a question. But the O-line pretty much completely returns for mm -hmm. TCU. So that's the reason 
for the big number. They're laying 13 and a half or 14 because they, they are very skilled at every skill position. And just going back to your buffs for a second, they got to replace a big load on defense. It's not just about the coordinate. It's not, they, they replacing a lot of players on that defensive side. Yeah, they are. Um, and I agree with you. Like could, could TCU literally go up and down the field? I mean, throwing the football it, perhaps. Right. But uh, I think when you're TCU uh, and you allow 461.8 yards per game, which was 119th uh, last year, uh, that that is some work to do uh, in, in a short amount of time too, right? So uh, I know the Buffs, Mike Sanford, the new offensive coordinator, he's going to run the football. He's going to use some play action. Uh, maybe we can possess the ball a, a little bit. It's certainly from a game planning standpoint, that's what I would do uh, offensively to keep TCU on the sideline in that air raid because I know we are weak in the secondary, right? And uh, but again, uh, you go back to fatigue uh, in that first game. That played out last night uh, in that rivalry situation. And then you go back to mental mistakes, which we saw, right? And, I mean, if JT Daniels has a stronger arm, maybe West Virginia, who knows what happens in overtime, right? But uh, I, I think for this situation, it's just different at the beginning of it. I would look at a first-half situation with the Buffs. Uh, I don't have that number in front of me, but for an entire game – yeah, I mean, I could see TCU pulling away uh, and covering that number, perhaps. I'm going to get you that first half number, but that just got depressing, Pritch, because mm. you're going to you're going to go ahead. You're going to you, you're not even going to take the wood. You're not going <laughs> to take the 14 at home. Listen, I mean, what I like week one is in a vacuum, not just right. college football, but in the NFL, as far as expectations are the same across the board and everybody still believes there's some belief like if. I'm Darrell. I'm letting the team know mm -hmm. you're catching 14 at home to a rebuilding TCU team with a first-year head coach. This is disrespectful. Right, right. And nobody's mentioned the altitude either. I mean, uh, TCU and right there, right outside of Dallas. I mean, I get it. But uh, Boulder, the elevation, uh, it can get to you, I think. And the environment. I mean, the fans are right on top of you, too. So if it is rocking, I mean, the, the extra energy, uh, and, and that's – Literally, literally, Patrick, that's what, as a visiting team, that's what you have to match to begin with. I mean, the execution you hope will be there, but you absolutely have to match the energy of the home team. And I'm just saying right now, I think the Buffs could have an advantage at the beginning of this game with the energy. So you do like you're catching seven and a half in the first half. Bond just text me over the number. Okay. Do you like that seven and a half in the first? Um, yeah, I do, actually. I do. Um, okay. I, I mean, I, my heart says, I see, I don't want to bet with my heart either, right? I'm, I'm trying <laughs> not to be, be emotional. All right, pro be tip, careful. pro tip, trying not to be emotional here. There you uh, have it. Right, but so I'm trying to stay disciplined. Uh, but I am intrigued, though, with the situation. I am intrigued by that first half number. So you're not going to jump on the PJ and head to Boulder <laughs> after the show? Why won't Mike Pritchard be in attendance there oh, in Boulder? Oh, man, you know what? I thought about it. Uh, I have too much did on you? my plate, right? I did, I did. It's not that far. It's like an hour and a half uh, flight um, there. Uh, private, I can get to Broomfield. Uh, I could Wait, do hold that. Wait, uh, hold, hold, hold on. I was just playing about the PJ, <laughs> but then you came over the top and confirmed that, yes, you indeed do fly private to Colorado. Is that well, a Well, every once in a while. I mean, I've been known to do that. <laughs> but I got so much on my plate. It's Labor Day weekend. I got a lot on my plate this weekend, uh, Patrick. Uh, but, no, I, yeah, it's uh, – it was tempting uh, a few weeks ago, though. 
We're going to talk to Adam Burke coming up in about four minutes. One game that he wants to touch on is Illinois at Indiana. And I just want to throw this up quickly. We just have mm-hmm. two minutes and we'll continue the conversation with Burke. But this number open Indiana lane five and a half. It's been steamed down to one, one and a half. I think the wrong team is favored here. What I love about Illinois, and again, they had a strong week zero against an undermanned Wyoming team, right. but they ran all over them. Ran for 260, Chase Brown 151 on the ground for Illinois. And this is an Indiana team that's really in transition. Offensively last year, they averaged just right around 10 and a half in Big Ten play. They're relatively new across the board, skill position-wise, on offense, Indiana. They got the transfer quarterback from Missouri coming in, so maybe a little time to gel. And I like the tune-up. I like the tune-up pitch that Illinois had in Week 0 coming into this matchup against Indiana. So do I, uh, because they're a physical uh, outfit. Right, uh, you know the offensive line, a uh, big strength uh, right there. Bielema, uh, trademark uh, when you want to rush the football and be physical. Uh, I think Illinois will have that advantage certainly, and also the game will be simplified because of the fact that they've established a run already. Uh, if you think about Indiana, if you get complicated trying to throw the ball and you get out of sync or your, your receivers run the wrong route, right? The route concepts that can lead to a pick. We just saw that last night again. So uh, I think when you're when you're the more complicated you are, the more difficult it is going to be for you as a college uh, athlete. Uh, at the beginning of the year. But if you can run the football uh, and simplify things, uh, you certainly have a better chance to win. So catching a point and a half here, I mean, that, that is attractive with Illinois. Yeah, Indiana's laying a half a point in the first half, minus mm-hmm. 105. But you're catching a point, a point and a half. Right. You can go money line here. I expect Illinois to win this football game in Bloomington tonight. And remember, fatigue. Adam, fatigue can be a remember, factor. First game of the year. Pro t- pro- and remember, you got a pro tip in there. We got a free pro tip, which you can get as a VEASAN pro. Uh, Fritch said, don't bet on a team you're obsessed with, like the Buffs. That's basically what you said. Don't be emotional. Right, don't be emotional. You can wear your ring, though. How about that? I can be emotional Lost. about that. Show him, Fritch. I am. I am. a little bit. I need, right, I need to see is. the universe. Mike Pritchard, <laughs> he is a champ, and he can say we when talking about the Buffs. We will be back with Adam Burke next here at Lombardi Line. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. 
We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, of course, it's football season, and betters know this is time to make some cash. So, nobody knows football like VEASAN. Here's the deal. I don't need a script for this. You get the college and pro football betting guides. Our next guest, Adam Burke, it just did a tremendous job along with Mackinnon and humans. These are the sharpest guys in the business, and they killed it with these betting guides. I use the guides every single day. And as I always say, I wish it's, it's the information I wish I had coming up as a better. You can sign up now for $175. Remember, that's half off right now. That's going to go away. And you get everything, including the guides, through the Super Bowl. Okay? That gets point spread weekly as well. So make sure you check it out. vcin.com slash subscribe. The only way to get the guides is to become a vcin pro. And speaking of becoming a vcin pro, if you do, you can go get... Adam Burks, he's got six plays at, uh, at com when you become a VEASAN pros for uh, college football week one. As we welcome you back, I'm Patrick Maher. Of course, he is Mike Pritchard sitting in for Michael Lombardi. And we bring in not just the sharpest guy here at the network, but one of the sharpest guys in the industry, Adam Burke. And Berkey, thank you for joining us. I want to start tonight because when you gave out this number, uh, Old Dominion and Vatek tonight, it was seven and a half, but we've seen it steam down to Virginia Tech laying six here. Yeah, so this was a game that, you know, I wanted to get on early in the week. My power ratings had this game more like Virginia Tech minus five, minus five and a half. So I figured that over a touchdown was going to go away in this game, and it did. You know, Old Dominion is a team that brings back a lot from last year. They return a thousand yard rusher and a thousand yard receiver. They one of the youngest teams in the country in 2019. A lot of those guys now juniors and seniors. They didn't play in 2020. So they got off to a rocky start last year, but then won five straight games to make it to a bowl. Virginia Tech, a lot of transition. First year head coach, new quarterback. They bring in Grant Wells from Marshall. Just feels to me like Old Dominion getting a big brother at home, which I think is an interesting angle early on here in the season. Old Dominion's just a lot more continuity, a lot more returning production. I think they can really show well in this game. I don't know if they win it necessarily, but I do expect them to keep this game close. And I did grab seven and a half earlier in the week. I think six is maybe worth a smaller play, but I don't like it nearly as much as I did it more than a touchdown earlier in the week. Adam Burke, great to have you on the program because, I mean, you wrote up uh, in a college football betting guide about the Sun Belt, right? And there's an interesting number, uh, maybe two questions here, App State and, and North Carolina. I want maybe betters are looking at that number. Okay, what's going on? Uh, but in particular, though, Middle Tennessee State uh, and James Madison, I mean, you're the perfect guy to educate us what you're seeing uh, and the numbers uh, with this game. 
Yeah, so James Madison, I think, is a really, really hard team to figure out for this season. They're transitioning from the FCS ranks to FBS. Now, one of the major differences between FBS and FCS is the available number of scholarships. So James Madison will not run as deep as the FBS teams that they're playing this season because they didn't have the same number of available scholarships. Also for the Dukes, Cole Johnson, who was their starting quarterback last year, threw over 40 touchdown passes. He's gone. They bring in Todd Centillo, who comes over from Colorado State. Not really a huge fan of him. And Middle Tennessee is, they're not a great team necessarily, but they're getting six and a half points earlier on in the week. I still think this one's playable at five and a half. I have this game line more like James Madison minus one and a half. Now, again, I don't know how good James Madison will be transitioning to FBS, but I do think they are going to fall off a little bit. Their strength is defense. This could be a low-scoring game. And in a low-scoring environment, give me the points. So I took Middle Tennessee plus six and a half. I think plus five and a half is still good if you could find one. We're taking a deep dive with Adam Burke here on the Lombardi line. Mike Pritchard, Patrick Maher, of course, Berkey joining us. Uh, do you feel as though two touchdowns, 14 in Boulder tonight is disrespectful for Pritch's buffs? Oh, man, don't do this to me with Pritch on the show. <laughs> I want to oh. hear it. I want to hear it, Adam. Look, I can handle I it. Think Col- <laughs> I hope you can, because I think Colorado is uh, going to be one of the worst teams in the country this year. I really Yikes. don't like much of anything about this team. My season win total projection is a lot lower than what the market has, so that was an under bet for me. I think TCU could be pretty good. I mean, we'll see what they look like tonight here. They got some different moving parts. They got a new coach. They are a team that has a lot of upside, but I think their floor is maybe a little bit low as well. At 14, this one's kind of gotten a little bit high. I do have TCU favored by double digits, just not all the way up to 14. So at this point, if you get a 14 and a half on Colorado, it might be worth taking a small piece of. But I think it will be a long year for Pritch's Buffalo, sad to say. Yeah, yeah, I mentioned that. It's going to be a long year. I could I could freely admit to that, right? And that's why I said this is our showcase game because it's going to be on national TV, right? And, uh, and I think uh, some energy could help. Uh, nobody's mentioning the altitude either. Adam, I'm curious, uh, from TCU uh, coaching change, we saw fatigue be a factor last night in, in the big showcase game too. Uh, from a fatigue standpoint and then also uh, an altitude standpoint uh, in an energy standpoint, I'm just thinking that the buffs uh, could have this thing competitive at least for the first 30 minutes. Yeah. And in the non-conference portion of the season, those are really important betting angles to consider where you've got teams going and playing in locales where they don't normally play TCU going to play an elevation here. Maybe you want to take the horn frogs first half instead of for the full game, maybe Colorado, you know, more accustomed to that elevation, plays a bit better in the second half against a tired team. Utah, Florida. You got Utah going all the way down to the swamp in Gainesville. It'll be hot. It'll be humid. It'll be miserable. Same thing for BYU going to Tampa to take on South Florida. These are angles that you do want to look at early on in the season here. These teams that are traveling to play in conditions that they're just simply not accustomed to. Adam Burke joining us here on the Lombardi line. So we want to talk national championship. The number, I'll get to the numbers in a second, but where do you go after the three? Where do you go, Berkey, after Ohio State, Alabama, and, of course, Georgia? So right now I have Georgia at least a seven-and-a-half-point favorite over anybody else in the country with Ohio State and Alabama power-rated higher than Georgia. So I have a really big gap between the top three teams in the country and the rest of the field. Look, I think if Clemson goes to Cade Klubnik earlier on in the year, their ceiling has increased dramatically. So that would be a team that I would be watching very, very closely here. And 
Look, you know, Brandon Streeter, the offensive coordinator, said Klubnik may play against Georgia Tech. We don't know yet. We'll kind of see how the game plays out. But if he did, if he becomes the starter by week four, week five, something like that, Clemson all of a sudden looks a lot different. I think Utah is the best team in the Pac-12. I think Oklahoma is the best team in the Big 12. I think for me, it's Clemson, Oklahoma, Utah that could be in that fourth spot for the playoff. But the idea of beating two of Ohio State, Georgia, and Alabama to win the title, I don't see anybody doing it. You know, Adam, uh, listening in on the College Football Betting Podcast, you and Tim Murray doing an outstanding job with that. Um, again, you wrote up about the Sun Belt, App State laying one and a half against UNC. Uh, UNC is one and oh, certainly. But App State, I mean, there's a great explanation that you guys had on the pod. I was just curious about uh, the line, uh, your thoughts on the situation. Certainly as, as we, week one progresses here, uh, UNC and App State. Yeah, so I mean, North Carolina did not look good last week against the Florida A&M team that was missing a bunch of players. They had a bunch of eligibility issues going on, and the Tar Heels did not look great in that game. My line is App State minus two and a half here, but that's exclusively because of my home field advantage calculation. I do have this game virtually a coin flip on a neutral field, so I didn't touch this game. I think that you know App State getting North Carolina in Boone, which you talk about elevation. Mm -hmm. There's a bit of elevation there in the Appalachian Mountains with uh, Boone, North Carolina. So that may be something that impacts the Tar Heels later on in this game. But for me, this is a fact-finding mission, right? I want to see what North Carolina's run defense looks like against an App State team that runs the football very effectively, two-headed monster with Noel and Peoples in the backfield. Can North Carolina stop the run? Because that's really the biggest issue for them coming off of last season. And they have a new defensive coordinator this year, and uh, uh, his name escapes me right now, but he comes over from Indiana, Charlton Weston, mm -hmm. um, Weston, I believe his name is. But you know, look, it, it's one of those things to me where I'm just trying to find out about these two teams rather than have a bet in week one with a game that's lined really tightly. You mentioned, Burke, the Indiana Hoosiers losing a defensive coordinator. I'll simply ask you tonight, Illinois and Bloomington to take on Indiana. Is the wrong team favored? because Indiana is laying a point and a half. Yeah, I think so. Charlton Warren, that guy's name, by the way, the former D.C. at Indiana. Yeah, look, I mean, Illinois was very impressive last week against Wyoming, and I think a lot of people downplayed it and said, well, yeah, it was Wyoming. You know, they're not very good. They can't play, you know, Big Ten-style football against a Big Ten team. And I understand that, but Indi or Illinois looked really good. Tommy DeVito looked good at quarterback. Chase Brown is a really good running back. I have this game line to pick them, and I did take Illinois plus three earlier on in the week, along with taking a piece of the money line. I think with Illinois, still a dog here. I think it's still worthwhile. If you want to take a money line price on the fighting Illini, I think that's the play in this game here. Indiana lost eight in a row to finish last season. I don't see the, any upgrades really to their roster, and you know they're just a team that I don't really know what their identity is, but I know what Illinois' identity is and what Brett Bielema is doing there. So I like the fighting Illini tonight to win this game outright. Okay, remember, VEASAN has a team of experts on every sport. That's a deep dive with Adam Burke. If you want more of a deep dive from Burke, check him out, VEASAN.com. By the way, he's got six plays tonight and then into tomorrow over at VEASAN.com when you become a VEASAN Pro subscriber. Tremendous job skating tripods on Twitter. Thank you, Adam. Appreciate it. So, you guys, have a good one. I don't know if that dude has slept since he wrote the college football betting guide because it's 350 right. freaking pages. Like these guys, Mackinan and Burke and everybody that contributed to these guides, it, it, it just awesome work yeah. because it's arduous. It really, really is. We're coming back. Russell signed a new deal with the Broncos. Get Pritch's take.
You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, remember, VSIN Pro subscribers get access to all of our pro tools to help you become a better better. And part of those pro tools are the betting splits, which you need. Okay, you want to make sure know where the money and the bets are moving for every game. The betting splits page is updated every 10 minutes so you can see the changes in the action. Find out where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but tomorrow as well. Betting splits are another way VSIN is here to make you a smarter better. Remember, you got to become a VSIN pro to get those betting splits. Super important as we welcome you back here on the Lombardi line. I'm Patrick Maher. He, of course, is Mike Pritchard. Michael Lombardi traveling to Biloxi, Mississippi. He'll be joining us, of course, on the show tomorrow morning from the Beau Rivage there in Biloxi, Mississippi with Jick Jack Johnson as we get you back here. Uh, Russell. So Russell's 33, and I'll give you the numbers on the Broncos, but I'll lay it out for you, let you run with it a little bit here, Pritch. Russell's 33. He's essentially locked up now for seven seasons. So until he's 40, it's funny. It's almost Christian Kirk reset the wide receiver market and Tom Brady playing until he's 45 has completely reset the quarterback market. Like their expectations are that Russell will still be cooking close to 40. Got a ton of guaranteed money. Were you surprised? I I guess surprised wouldn't be the word, but the the extension, what was your initial reaction here with Russell Wilson and the Broncos? Not surprised Patrick, because they have new ownership. uh, And certainly if you're a new owner, you want stability. Uh, Russell Wilson, he's a perfect quarterback to have that stability with. Uh, he's going to be excellent in the community. Uh, his kids, uh, Sierra, I mean, everybody, it's already uh, have beholden themselves to the community, you know. And, and so, uh, from that perspective, you have to get a deal done. I think, especially the guy that's going to lead your your franchise the way that Russell can. Uh, it makes a lot of sense. Uh, what makes it what makes even better sense is the fact that they were able to give him a fifty million dollars signing bonus. I mean. Good Lord, right? And so it's team-friendly from that standpoint. Here's $50 million from a bonus so we can spread out your salary and can do creative things with the cap uh, so we can be competitive, right? Russell Wilson will attract multiple free agents to the Denver Broncos now uh, because of the effect of Russell Wilson. You think about Peyton Manning, what he was able to do uh, with free agents, uh, Tlaib. Uh, you, you know, you think about Hall of Famers landing in Denver because just because Peyton Manning was there. Uh, you right. think about uh, John Elway, too, along the way over the years, what he was able to do in terms of attracting free agents to Denver. Uh, so Russell's going to be able to do that. And because of this, this contract situation, the extension uh, and the $50 million bonus, they're going to be able to be creative to not only keep their own players, but sign those free agents that, that are going to be pricey out there to help this football team. And Stephen notes in the notes here over at BetMGM, the highest ticket percentage is on Russell Wilson for NFL MVP Mm -hmm. award. Of course, the highest ticket handle on Josh Allen. The biggest liability, the book over at BetMGM is on Russell Wilson for the MVP. You see the number, nine and a half at BetMGM. Over at DraftKings right now, the Denver Broncos are sitting 10 season win total. Is 10 a little optimistic for you, or does that feel right? Because remember, you can get nine and a half over at BetMGM. Yeah, no, that doesn't, that seems high. I mean, I'm nervous about nine and a half, to be honest with you. I think the Broncos could be overrated, uh, Patrick. You know, a lot of, yeah, the trade moved markets. Uh, You mentioned the MVP standpoint, but the vision and certainly the conference and Super Bowl for. Uh, the Denver Broncos, but I, I think that's the impact of Russell Wilson. Uh, but the reality of Russell Wilson is that he's got a new head coach uh, who's got to figure it out. 
He's got new teammates in which they got to figure it out on game day. They didn't figure it out during practice. Uh, they had a unique practice uh, schedule. Practice, uh, uh, Patrick, they didn't really go through uh, what you typically would go through in terms of hitting, in terms of uh, workload, uh, from a standpoint of, of how you prepare for the season. You know, they avoided seven-on-sevens. They avoided uh, they, everything was 11-on-11 situations and stuff like that. So uh, it's unconventional, and Hackett has ran camp that way. And we're not going to see it be revealed until they play the Seattle Seahawks. And so there's going to be a lot of emotions in that game. Obviously, we saw Manning with the emotions. We saw Brady uh, with the emotions when they returned back to their previous location, certainly Indy and New England. So Russell's going back to Seattle with a new team and hoping that they did the right thing in training camp to get prepared for the season. You mentioned Hackett. I'm old enough. I grew up on Paul Hackett. Nathaniel Hackett's dad, right. but Nathaniel Hackett is in there. I will tell you this. you can. I, I'd love to hear, and then I want to get to the division odds mm -hmm. as far as the AFC West, but let's stick with the, with the first-time head coach and Nathaniel Hackett. I like what I see. I like his energy. Every time he steps to the podium, I, there's a little something there. Um, I think you need that as a galvanizer, as a head coach. Are you hearing any early returns on Nathaniel Hackett there running a camp with the Broncos? Yeah, that's the returns. I mean, I, I think um, the energy is refreshing. I mean, when you come from Vic Fangio, uh, there's no energy, right? He drains it. Uh, and now you have a lot of energy, and you certainly have the, the squad uh, to, that represents that energy, too. I mean, it's a young roster still, like, you know, aside from Russell Wilson and some other veterans spread throughout there, uh, up there in Denver. But... No, I think it's been refreshing. The message you got ownership, uh, so you got a, you got leadership now in the building too, and and everybody's excited. Everybody's optimistic, but I just think the way that the Broncos went through training camp um, is representative of a team in which has been a, a team that's veteran laden or a team that has gone to the playoffs repeatedly, right? And uh, you know that's what Hack is used to up there in Green Bay, and certainly you bring that attitude to Denver. I. I don't know if you're putting the horse in front of, I mean, the cart in front of the horse here uh, when you do something like that, as opposed to uh, fine tuning, uh, concentrating on dot and I's and the T's, the little things, right? And the little things are what costs you games in the National Football League. I, and I, I, I just don't think at this point the Broncos are buttoned up enough uh, to handle the little things at this point. For new broadcasters and broadcasts, it's important to have a horizontal thread going through each show. So we do two hour shows here at VSIN and the horizontal thread has been the fly. <laughs> um, we had a very unfortunate incident about an hour ago when Pritch was breaking down Giselle and Tom Brady and ate a fly. The <laughs> issue is the fly came back out of his mouth and now the fly seems to be terrorizing Stephen Bond, McHale and the rest of the crew back in the control room. Mm. So I don't know if they're going to blame you, Pritch. You're mm -hmm. a super nice guy, but it appears um, you've caused havoc there in the control room. Well, Lots. at one point, I did have the nickname Prince of Darkness, uh, Patrick. <laughs> I, I will not explain why I had that nickname, uh, but I don't know if the flies followed me in here or not, uh, but I'm sorry to the guys in the back if they got the fly problem. They shouldn't open the doors, That's, though. Hey, VEASAN Pro subscribers, pro tip, don't eat flies. <laughs> right. And I never did eat it, by the way. I did need it. I understand. Okay, okay. It looked like I knew you came hungry. It looked like you were trying <laughs> right. to get an appetizer in. Hey, uh, quickly, that is a, I mean, it's one of the best divisions we've seen as yeah. far as competitiveness. Mm -hmm. When you have a Raiders team that made the postseason last year six, sitting six and a half in your fourth betting favorite, I mean, it's brutal. Kansas City's plus 175. The Chargers are plus 220. The Broncos 
are plus 260. You see the numbers right there. And look at the Raiders sitting. The Raiders must be like, dude, we're disrespected here. Yeah, they do feel that way. Um, but, you know, they have offensive line issues. I mean, let's let's get to the information about the Raiders. I mean, they do have offensive line issues. Uh, can Derek Carr – I mean, Derek Carr threw for 4,800 yards last year. Uh, and the face of adversity, too, you lose a head coach, your play caller. Uh, think about that, Patrick. He lost his play caller, which was uh, John Gruden. Uh, and then you go to Olsen, which, okay, you're familiar with, but yet you still can win 10 games. Uh, so I think the Raiders overachieved last year. Can they overachieve – with a head coach who has patterned the way that he coaches and certainly how they build a roster with a bunch of players that need to overachieve. Uh, I, I think the Raiders, if they continue to overachieve, not only will they go over the win total here, eight and a half, I, I mean, plus 650 for the division, I think they contend that way. Why are you hating, Pritch? Why are you hating on the Broncos? That really, I, I was more, before you started breaking down the Broncos, which you did a great job, mm -hmm. I expected you to come in hot on the Broncos, and by the time it was ice cold, <laughs> by the time you were done, explain what you, your expectations for the Broncos this year. Right. You know what? I'm not hating on them. I just think that they're overrated at this point, right? That's I mean, the, yeah, the lofty expectations. Um, and again, it's the cart in front of the horse here. And uh, maybe it works out. Maybe Hackett is the next genius out there. Uh, but from everything I've heard and everything, uh, you know, I talk to people, I mean, it's like, there's a lot of optimism. There's a lot of excitement. There's a lot of change, though, right? You got a new owner. Uh, you got a new quarterback. Everything is, is back to normal, like it was with Manning and Elway. But uh, we haven't seen that play out yet. And uh, I, I think, I, I mean, I believe Russell and, and the Broncos will win a Super Bowl someday. I do believe that. I think they'll continue uh, to build that roster. But in terms of this season, uh, again, a wait-and-see approach with that particular football team. Super Bowl odds on the Broncos over at DraftKings, 18-1. to 1. That is a number. The 49ers are 16 to 1 to give you some perspective. Mm -hmm. I, I, I agree with you. I was just having fun with you. I think 10 <laughs> over at DraftKings is yeah. super optimistic on the Broncos. So, again, remember for new betters, that half a game is everything in the NFL. If you want to bet the under on the Broncos this year, go to DraftKings. If you want to bet the over, head over to BetMGM because you got that number uh, sitting nine and a half on the Broncos. And we talked about the Raiders. The Raiders win total over at BetMGM sitting eight and a half on the board. Mm. Okay. I promised Neil that we will answer your pro tip from Mike Pritchard. How is Pritch building his NFL portfolio in comparison to his Major League Baseball portfolio? We'll answer that question coming up next here on the Lombardi line. Mike Pritchard in for Michael Lombardi. All we're doing on a Friday is eating flies and making picks. We come back. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow the global story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. 
Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game. King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Lombardi Line on VSIN, featuring former NFL executive Michael Lombardi. Now, once again, here's Patrick Maher. Okay, BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks. I love telling you about the BetMGM rewards because it's the best loyalty program in the business. So every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can redeem, earn BetMGM reward points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. And then you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM reward points that you can use towards dining, shows, hotel rooms. It's just the best loyalty program in the game. You can check it out. Every time you make a bet like your credit card, you get points. VEASAN.com slash subscribe to check out more offers, but go to VEASAN, BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Got to be 21 years or older. Call 1-800-GAMBLER if you have an issue. Okay. He is Mike Pritchard. I'm Patrick Maher. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network, the Lombardi line presented by BetMGM. Lombardi's going to be back tomorrow live from the Beau Rivage down in Biloxi. Remember, every hour, 20 across the board with our new programming, we give out pro tips and so I'm going to read from a listener. You can send in your pro tip questions at VEASAN Live. Before I do, I will just say this. Pritch let me know during the break. He's got to get a fade after the show. He goes to the finest salon in all of Las Vegas. He goes to the Cosmopolitan. Huh. And he, gets the, he gets the toes. He gets, he gets the Manny and Petty. Uh, no, and he gets, oh, no. no, he doesn't. He goes to like the same barber he's been going to for like 30 years, correct? Right, right, since high school. Um, so going over to... An area of town where I got the right color on, so I'm good to go. I don't have to be nervous about that. <laughs> That's what you meant when you said I'm wearing blue today. I was right. I was confused by that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, back in the day, I, I might have been nervous if I had on a different color, but not anymore. Vegas has changed. Uh, but yeah, no, I've been going to this barber since high school. I mean, since I've known him since high school. So uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I got to get the fresh look like you have. Uh, heading yeah, into the you weekend, got, you got you got to catch up to me, Pritch. And and no. I don't think anybody would be surprised that Pritch is loyal. Um, ride or die. Okay. You ready for the question? This yes. is from Neil uh, Galbraith at VEASAN Live sent in his pro tip question. Can we get a pro tip from Mike Pritchard on how you are building your NFL portfolio in comparison to your Major League Baseball portfolio? Key factors built in, similarities, differences. Before you talk about your uh, 
NFL portfolio, mm-hmm. you should explain exactly what you did with your Major League Baseball portfolio there, Pritch. Right. So the aha moment for me as a better, uh, Patrick, was the NFL playoffs last year. And so you focus in on the playoffs, and then all of a sudden I'm like, okay, I got all these teams throughout the regular season that I'm trying to cap and trying to look for situations with. Now I'm in the playoffs, and okay, I got these uh, this certain number of teams that I can focus on. And so the aha moment was, wow, this is focus. This is this is like a game plan. This is like a, a book mm-hmm. or a condensed playbook. Like we have our playbook, but when we get into game week, uh, we have a specific game plan for that week. So uh, I did that with the playoffs, did very well. And, and for me, anyway, uh, I was happy with my uh, results there. And then I carried that over to baseball. So instead of trying to cap all 30 teams in baseball, I just looked at 10 teams and I put together a portfolio uh, of 10 teams uh, in Major League Baseball that I focused in on and, and looked for unique situations that I felt comfortable betting. Uh, and to me, I, I thought that went well as well. I mean, I'm all about the lower left to the upper right with my bankroll, right? So I'm going into the National Football League into the season this year with the same kind of philosophy. I just want to focus in on teams, uh, a number of teams, as opposed to uh, the entire league. Uh, so I have the teams that I submitted that I like to make the playoffs, that's 14 teams right there. And then I got uh, two spots, two open spots that I'm going to crunch some numbers. And I'm going to go through some situations to find out who can fill those other two spots. So I'm going to have a, about a 16 team portfolio that I'm going into the season with Patrick. And, and those are the teams that I'm, I'm going to play uh, all year long. That's perfect. And that was our pro tip for the hour with Mike Pritchard. Remember you get 20 across the day. You can check them out when you become a VEASAN pro. What I love about your tip mm-hmm. is specialization. Right. So when you specialize, which is what you're doing, you narrow your focus, but you can pick up on trends. You can mm-hmm. pick up on tendencies. For example, when I got started in the game and I started betting college football, a professional better that I, or, or a really sharp guy in Detroit that kind of got me going into this and helped me understand some of the principles said, do not bet the board in college football. Don't get too specialized. Right. Big 10, Fun Belt, Mountain West, pick a conference, focus on it for a season, and you're going to profit. You're going to notice the tendencies. You're going to notice the trends when you specialize, and that's what your portfolio is. Your portfolio is specialization. Right, absolutely. And you know me, I'm an economist, right? And so um, from your own portfolio, right? Just think about your financial portfolio. You're not going to be all over the place with uh, – uh, trying to grow uh, your, you know, your retirement account, right? You're gonna, right. you're hopefully you're gonna have a representative, or you're gonna have somebody that's going to be focused in on uh, the companies that you need to be focused in on, right? And so you're not going to invest in the entire uh, market or or any investment that's out there. I mean, you're gonna certainly condense it uh, and be specialized with it, like you mentioned. So uh, to me, I, I think it's a solid approach, and and I don't, I've cut the work in half. Really, I don't have the entire league and teams that I, I'm not even interested in. Uh, so if I have interest in 16 teams uh, and I get to know these 16 teams, if I can get some great information about these 16 teams, I'm going to feel pretty good about the wages that I, that I play this year. No, that's perfect, Pritch. Pro tip from Pritch, specialization. Get that portfolio built. And I do love the money market comparison or the <laughs> fiscal market because it lends itself to another axiom, slow and steady. Mm. Mm-hmm. Slow and steady. And that's when I talk about with temperament is it, people that don't know Pritch is a very successful investor. One of the things about investing is it, it's attrition. Over time, you're going to build those gains. If you get ahead of yourself or you get too anxious 
about an investment, you're always going to lose that way. You have to. It's it's the turtle, right? right, it's, right. You got slow and steady wins the race when it comes to investing in the money markets mm-hmm. and when it comes to investing in sports as well. Well, it's like what you said earlier about chasing a bad number. Uh, you never want to do that, right? I mean, uh, you certainly want to invest at the right time. You don't want to invest at the top. You don't right. want right. You never want to do that. Exactly so right. I, I think that's. Uh, that's the analogy I'll use for myself in terms of bets. You know, I, oh, I like that situation. I do, but uh, I don't want to be at the top of the market, though. I, I, I think I missed it, so let me look for something else. Or uh, maybe that number comes back uh, to me. I mean, it goes on sale, for instance, right, if, if we want to keep that going here. But, uh, no, I, I, you never want to chase something that gets too expensive. That's for sure. If you were buying Bitcoin at 60K, <laughs> right. you very much mistimed the market. I think she that's did. fair to say, no? Uh, very but that's fair. But <laughs> that's what starts to happen with something that's hot in the money markets. Right. But that also starts to happen with a pit team yesterday that started to get steamed up. Mm-hmm. We saw that go through the key number of seven off the opener of six and a half. That, that what starts to happen is you feel like you want to get on that train. You feel like you want to follow that steam and you end up getting the worst of the number. Just like when you invested, when everybody was tweeting and talking about Bitcoin at 60K, you, you, you want to get in on the ride, but you're getting on in on the ride at the worst time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people explain that away as dopamine. Uh, and that's something that's within each and, each and every one of us, right? And that's what you're fighting against a lot of times when you're running to the book and you're running to the window and you see this happening. Uh, it's that emotion. It's that dopamine that's that's taking hold of your body. So uh, like you said earlier, the pro tips earlier, I mean, uh, discipline, controlling yourself if you can, uh, and certainly certainly having a process. I, I think that'll help out for betters as well. Hey, Pritch, we just have a couple of minutes, but I wanted to ask you quickly, Notre Dame, Ohio State. Right. So this number opened in Columbus 15. It's been bet up to 17. Notre Dame in this spot, and this is from our buddy Chris Felica, the Bear, over at ESPN. He's Notre Dame has struggled away from home against elite teams. The past 10 on the road against elite teams, they're 0-10 and lost by an average of 16.4. Okay, so again, this number is up to 17. I mean, this Ohio State team, Stroud and Henderson mm-hmm. and Njigba, this could be a historic offense. 11-2, and 11 starters back. Just get an overview from you on this Notre Dame-Ohio State matchup. What stands out to me immediately, Patrick, is the continuity of Ohio State. Uh, And then you'll throw in the talent. But the continuity will settle everything down. Uh, You know, last night or or even week zero, you see mistakes uh, playing out on the football field. I don't think Ohio State's going to have mental mistakes out there like that can hinder you or set you back behind the chains that way offensively. Uh, I, I'm looking for C.J. Stroud and Njigba, like you mentioned, and, and a cast of others to really be high octane, right? And so can Notre Dame handle that? Can they, can they settle down in that environment? You, you talk about environments. I think alumni coming back and they're celebrating, um, I want to say a national championship or, or maybe just alumni uh, being in the building. But Freeman on the other side, he's, he's part of that program. Certainly as a player, we know that. Uh, I, it, can he get Notre Dame up for this one? But do they have the horses uh, to stick with Ohio State? I don't, I don't think they do. Uh, I don't want to lay 17, though. Again, it's, it's catching it at the right time, I think, perhaps, and, and not being too excited about it. Uh, but no, I, I think Ohio State is head and shoulders uh, above this program right now, speaking of Notre Dame. If you wanted to wait, if you wanted to wait and go in-game with the betting on mm-hmm. Notre Dame and Ohio State, Pritch, Here's where you'll know Notre Dame's going to be in the mix if they're limiting Ohio State's possessions, mm-hmm. controlling the pace, right. and just running the football and beating them up at the line of scrimmage. That's really 
if they're lim- they have to limit possessions. You can't beat this Ohio. So they're going to be doubles favored by doubles against every. You yeah. have to limit the possessions. Plus that environment too, Patrick. I don't know if the Irish are ready for that. We'll find out though soon enough. Listen, go get the fade. It's always a pleasure to work with you, Pritch. Appreciate you. Appreciate you as well, Patrick. Have a great weekend. Okay. Great job, everybody. Back in the studio, Dave Ross and Amal Shah are next right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.